Hello, everyone. Craig Wessel is here, and I am absolutely delighted to be joined by the team that makes up the Where Do We Begin podcast, Harper Pestinger and Lockie Gibbs. And they've been doing some terrific work on their podcast. Uh, and they've actually stepped away from footy for the foreseeable future for the next few weeks and have jumped into a rather big, momentous journey that they're on. And starting this week, they're going to be producing a Tokyo Daily episode each day of the Olympic Games, uh, covering events that have gone on or that are happening and what to look forward to in the future with regards to the Australian Olympic team. And gentlemen, thanks for coming on. I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you about this. This is, uh, you know, this is I think, going to you know, be a, a huge undertaking on your part, but I think you're going to have a hell of a lot of fun doing this. So thanks for coming on, guys. Absolute pleasure, Craig. And that was, an, that was a lovely introduction. I'm feeling super warm and I'm sure Harper's feeling the same. Oh, yeah, I am feeling very, very good. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show yet again. Um, yeah, thanks for having us, mate. Yeah, this should is, be good. This is kind of a, you know, it's kind of a, a, a tradition almost. You know, we, you know we, we do tend to chat quite a bit here. But, uh, you know, you, you guys spend a lot of time talking about footy. You've, you've ventured into some other sports during the course of, of your podcast, but it's been predominantly people involved with, with Aussie rules football. But what kind of discussions did you guys have when you were thinking about actually doing this and having a, you know, a podcast about the Olympics? Yeah, well, um, I think you're probably expecting a bit of a long-winded answer, some really uh, dramatic discussions, but it was it was pretty pretty quick, pretty easy, I reckon. I think one night I just thought, you know, it would be cool. I reckon it might be cool to do some daily episodes for the Olympics. I love the Olympics. Uh, Lockie's not... Uh, doesn't dislike it himself. He's a fan and gave Lockie the message. Uh, he, he was keen on the idea. And then we just kind of got cracking from there. Is that about right, Lockie? Geez, you've really sold me, mate. I sound real keen. Don't dislike him. Nah, I think both Harper and I, you know, we're really inquisitive people. And while we, you know, we're a couple of classic Australian larrikins and that, you know, we love our footy. Uh, Harper loves his Essendon Bombers. I love my Geelong Cats. However, we're really inquisitive people too. And there's just, the great thing about the Olympics is that there's so many different sports and exactly. um, for, for both of us, we really, we wanted to investigate into not only the sports themselves, but the athletes. And, you know, something that I really enjoyed was finding how somebody that does canoe slalom trains compared to a 1500 meter runner. And it was just super insightful and learned so much. And I think that's the main thing we do. And that's one of the best parts about doing the podcast is just all the amazing learnings that we take out from it. Okay. Can I, can I ask you one, you, you said that you, the two of you is you, you said a word I have never heard before. You said the two of you were a couple of Australian. Did you say larrikins or larrigans? What was larrigans. That? I haven't heard that before. Larrikins. Yeah, I yeah I've never heard that before. Yeah. I've never... How, what would you say a larrikin is? Like like a, like a lad kind of um, young bloke kind of thing. I'd say yeah. just somebody um, who's um. Or it depends. Do you ask if Watch you ask somebody from a from a former generation, they'll probably say uh, idiots. But uh, from us, because we're describing ourselves in <laughs> well, American, they're not wrong. A, they're not wrong <laughs> in a positive light. I, I guess American just somebody who's like easygoing, young, uh, enjoys a laugh, but does also doesn't mind to getting up to some mischief. Yeah. Okay. Not wrong. That's that's a uh, that's a new vocab word there that I had uh, I had <laughs> not heard before. So. Um, yeah, we're uh, so what what can listeners, you know, you know, people who are going to come into this new because I think your your regular listeners are going to tune in because they know what to expect from you. They know what they're going to you know, they know. Well, not in terms of the Olympics necessarily, but they know that, you know, the quality of the production and the podcast, that sort of thing. And the YouTube, if I'm not mistaken, as well, that, that they're going to be seeing from you. But for those folks who are going to hopefully be tuning in that haven't listened to you before, what can they expect from you? Um, yeah, well, first I'd like to give a big shout out to our number one fan of the show, Helen Jones. I hope she's listening. Uh, she, she loves the show. Um, yeah, she, she's been giving us loads of messages lately, been giving really good feedback, uh, which is great. And what other people can expect, I think the three main words that we're going to try to uh, run this podcast by are reviews, previews and interviews. So that's going to be the basic gist of it. Uh, we're going to review the day 
just gone. Uh, episodes are going to be out every morning. Review of the day just gone. And we're going to speak to some expert guests on a particular sport. Um, and then we're going to preview the day coming up and talk about all the big headlines. Um, medalists, of course, have a look at the medal tally every day. Um, it'll be, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. Like, like he said before, so many different sports and it's so good to learn about all these different sports. Hey, Lockie. Yeah. Geez, Harps, did you rehearse that answer? That was absolutely spot on. <laughs> have you been reading, to, have you been practicing in front of the mirror again? I know you're prone to doing that. Yeah, I've got, I've got the script right up here, man. <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, it'll be awesome. You know, we're going to be speaking to experts throughout the game. So it won't just be Harps and I, you know, Harper and I, we are, we think ourselves as, as experts, but to be honest, we're definitely not. So we're going to have pe- real people that uh, have some idea of the, of the sport and yeah, it'll be awesome to chat with them and getting their valuable insights. Yeah. I think the really good thing about it is going to be that we're going to be able to, it sounds cliche, but kind of our listeners are going to be on the journey with us because like right now, I don't know anything about archery. I don't know anything about, uh, I don't know. Uh, rhythmic gymnastics. But um, our, well, yeah, rhythmic gymnastics. Well, we, uh, I don't do, know anything about know, the sports. You know what? I'm going to stop you there. You do know something about equestrian. Just quietly, just quietly, Craig. I do know one thing. I'd love to yeah, party with the equestrian team. I'd well, love to yeah, party yeah. with the equestrian <laughs> team. <laughs> you, just, you just stole my thunder. I was going to say what you yeah. did know about the equestrian team is that they are they are down one horse and one rider. Yeah, yeah. Mate, down the only, one th- the horse only thing and one I rider. Know. That's the biggest headline so far. <laughs> you know, can, can I ask? Do you think? Do you think the? Uh, do you think that the, the, the horse after this announcement came out, and I don't remember the name of the. the it was a gentleman that that's. Uh, that's going home, right? Do you think the horse looked at him and said, seriously, guy, what the hell? You've been busting my ass for the last four years for this Olympics, and you're going to decide to go get a snoot full of blow so I can't go out here and run around? Now, Craig, I'm no animal expert, but I don't think the horse said anything. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Oh. Um, and just, just the name uh, for anyone that's interested, uh, Jamie Kermond, um, he's been... Suspended. He is he's like 36 years old or something. Um, yeah, ruled out of the Olympics because cocaine was found in the system. Um, oh, I'm just going to take a guess, maybe like a going away party or something. Could be completely wrong with that. Yeah. Don't want to assume anything. But Either that, that or he flew on a completely different airline than, than most people fly on. <laughs> normally they hand out pretzels <laughs> or peanuts and little glasses of coca co- Oh, wrong kind of coke handed out on the plane. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, that's, that is unfortunate. And it's, uh, that was, you know, seemingly something that was, that was their mistake, but unlike the, uh, the, the Polish swim team that, uh, you know, set a few too many athletes to, to Japan. And, uh, they said, why don't you go tour the, uh, the Fukushima facility during the Olympic games? And we'll, we'll get back to you a little bit later on here. Something that I heard the other week was that um, there were a few teams, but one of which uh, was the Australian soccer team. They were actually on a training camp just a week ago, maybe even more recently in Fukushima, which just seemed like a really strange choice of location, really, because there's still some uh, kind of nuclear uh, kind of (laughs) risk going there. And someone mentioned on a show uh, that they were on a training camp in Fukushima. No one batted an eyelid. I thought it was really strange. But there you go. That's the stories we love about it. That's because, I don't know if you know this or not, but at that stadium, they actually, they built the stadium and did not install lights because they figured that the ball would just glow in the dark so that Uh the the players would be able to see it. Okay, that was bad. Okay, let's just move on here. Uh, So what are you most excited about? I'm just most excited. I'm just most excited about you know it's been four years plus one. It's been the longest wait between Olympics, and for me, I think I'm just most excited about just all the athletes. You know, it's their opportunity on the world stage. They've been training for so long, and I'm just so excited for them. I'm so excited to watch them go and achieve, um, and hopefully achieve success. For obviously, I'm going for Australia, but I think yeah, I'm just super pumped for it. What about yourself, Harps? Oh, yeah. Well, firstly, I'll just pull you up on a little fact that you said it was the longest wait between Olympics, but I think there are about 2000 years between the original Olympics and the first ever Olympics. Uh, so I'll just pull you up on that little fact there. But what I'm most excited about, I think I've mentioned it before, and just the amount of sports you can watch. Like if 
uh, you're watching the equestrian on the TV, that doesn't really tickle your fancy. You can just switch it over to the athletics or the uh, the long jump or the water polo or the three by three basketball or the table tennis. There's just such a range of things, and it's just going to be non-stop action, non-stop sport. Lockie and I massive sports nuts as you all know lots of people listening to this podcast probably are as well that's what i'm super excited about uh what do you think about that lucky oh mate i'll tell you what i've already i've told my parents i've told my sister i've told my girlfriend i've told all my friends if you want to follow me over the next two weeks i'm going to be planted directly in the couch i've moved yeah. my bed into the living room i've made sure i've stocked up on coffee so i can watch all night mate i'm super pumped i'm just excited to plant my ass on the couch for the next two weeks and watch some amazing athletes while I critique them on the couch, knowing full well I can do a quarter of what they could do. Yeah, well, and I'll be planting myself behind the microphone episodes every day. We're pumped. Yeah, well, wouldn't it have been easier to move the television into the bedroom? It would have been actually have a TV in my room, but you know, it didn't go as well for the story, Craig. That's the okay. magic of show business, though. Okay, yeah. just, I'm just asking there. I know, I know. <laughs> And, you know, me asking those kinds of questions, uh, you know, are part of that magic as well. So anything that concerns you, are you worried about anything going into this? Uh, oh, yeah, I'll take this one. Um, I think there is a worry about what COVID could do. I think it's so, so unlikely they've come all this way. I, surely, surely they won't call it off. Like, even if there's some massive COVID outbreak, that's even bigger than the massive one happening right now. Um, I don't think it's going to get called off. But if there are, like, if it just completely peaks, there's like 3 million infections in a day or something, maybe uh, there's going to be have to be some kind of cancellation, postponement or something. But um, I'm all, to be honest, uh, I'm also a bit worried about um, how, how good we're going to be at this new little job. Uh, like, I'm confident that we're going to do well. But uh yeah, it's going to be really good. It's something we've never done before. I'm excited to take all the listeners on the journey with us, as I said before. Uh, Lockie, anything you're worried about? The only thing I'm worried about is the amount of uh, gold medal interviews we'll have. I'm confident that all 10 of the uh, Australian athletes that we had on as part of our Olympic series are going to come home with gold. So we're going to be very busy interviewing all of them in quarantine, talking about their gold medals. Yeah, exactly. And one more thing I'm worried about, probably my bank account because of the amount of Red Bulls I'm going to be buying to stay awake. That's the last thing. <laughs> so did Red you... Bull, no sugar, man? Uh, um, to be honest, I'm not much of a Red Bull man at all. But like you said, show business. Got to do it for the story. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> did either of you, did you guys have like a, uh, a draft for events? Like, you know, I want to cover this event and you can cut. And then, you know, Lockie, I want to cover basketball and you wanted to cover tennis any arguments about that sort of thing Craig have you heard of the expression happy wife happy life I didn't know the two of you were married well we're not but take that expression happy Harper happy life it doesn't marry up as well Okay. But that's basically what we've gone. You know, Harper's the brains trust. He has worked absolutely tirelessly the last few weeks, mate. He has just put in a mountain of work. Um, insert some more coaching cliches from the preseason of coaches saying how their players train the house down. But seriously, Harper's done yeah. it all. So to be honest, I just listen to Harper. He's the brain trust. And where he goes, I go. I would follow him into battle. Okay. Okay. Sounds good to me. <laughs> that's, uh, that, is, that is a very high compliment there. First so, time I think I've been called uh, a brains trust, though, so I appreciate it. <laughs> you know what? I, I I may not have used that term, but I, I I've alluded to that sort of thing several times, you know, on social media, you know, with with you guys here. Yeah, you mentioned that you you interviewed uh, ten different uh, Olympians in all courts in all sorts of different uh, sports and activities, from you know from canoeing and pistol shooting to hockey. Your most recent episode was uh, with Rachel Lynch. I think that came out yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, 14-hour time difference. Come on, man. So what's the most unique thing that you learned about one of your guests? I think the great thing is about the guests we've had. Uh, we've, we've got, like you said, 10 guests, and the sports have been uh, – we've tried to make them reflective of – the kind of variety of sports that you get in the Olympics. So the sports we've had, Taekwondo, boxing, uh, slalom canoeing, track cycling, sailing, long jump, uh, pistol shooting, water polo, hockey, 
and uh, 1,500 meters. So like a real, we really try uh, to reflect the range of sports within uh, our episodes. I think we pulled that off pretty well. But the most unique thing uh, that I think we heard about, I think really can't go past Harley McCulloch's story. It's um, one of the most incredible stories I've had the pleasure of listening to uh, as part of this podcast um, that we've done. Uh, not just the Olympic series throughout our whole year and a bit that we've been doing the show. And if people are going to listen to one episode of our interviews from the back catalog, make it that one, because I thought that was a cracker, Lockie. Yeah, geez, Harps. Uh, I, my example is actually also from uh, Carly McCulloch and it wasn't actually one from the episode. It was that her daily breakfast was she had steak and rice every day, which I thought for me was the most unique thing. <laughs> I wouldn't, that's what, that's the difference between the Olympians, you know, I'm, I'm there eating my fruit loops and just geez, they're having a steak and rice. So there, steak there's and rice a difference. every day for like a decade or something. Or, yeah. And then yeah, there's, like there's so many, like, like Jason Waterhouse, like you told us the story of um, when you're sailing around the world, when he was like four years old, pirates try, tried to jump aboard his parents' uh, sailing boat. Um there's just so many unique stories like Rachel Lynch about talking about how her, so that's the one that came out today. She has a great story. And I think for me, the biggest thing was how like she was in 2019, she was the goalkeeper of the year for international hockey. And then in 2020, she lost a contract, which just started a yeah. whole investigation into the culture of hockey in Australia. Wow. And a personal one for me, um, I interviewed Stacey Heimer. Lockie wasn't there for that episode, but that was the first Olympic interview uh, that I did. And straight away, it was almost a perfect one because it really reflected how much these people, uh, aside from their ex- exceptional athletic sporting talent, they're kind of just like us. They've got like full-time jobs. Stacey uh, lives just down the road from me. She goes for Essendon just like me. She goes to the same university as me. So it's like all these parallels with normal people, but these people are like representing Australia on the world stage and they've just got this extraordinary ability ability, and you wouldn't notice it if you just walk past them on the street. I could honestly just pick a moment out from each episode. You know, they're all really yeah, exactly. worth listening to and I'm just immensely proud of all the all the episodes. Well, I was going to ask Harper, or, uh, uh, Lockie, are you concerned where he he talked about an episode being a perfect episode and you weren't on it? Does that concern you at all? Uh, it, it did, to be honest. It did, to be honest, Craig. Like, huh? It did, to be honest, because um, old Harps, I think he is in the motion of replacing me. You know, one of the experts he's got on the show is uh, called Lockie. So, you know, I've just sort of been bidding my time and I'm, I am a bit worried. I have been looking over my shoulder and not just at my hair, which you looked at my reflection yesterday, yesterday's pod. But to be honest, mate, no, Harper and I are a pretty strong team. You know, Harper actually paid me a compliment today, which I couldn't believe. So, yeah, so no, I'm not too, I'm not too concerned. I think Harper and I, we have a good thing going. Why would we break it up? Chemistry. I, exactly. I think you do. Thank you. I think you do. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you kind of alluded to this and I was going to, I was going to ask whether or not you, uh, you know, something that you guys ask on your episodes in terms of whether or not, uh, or what type of a life lesson or philosophy of life people tend to have or that they, that they go through life with. Did you pick up on one of those or did any of those stand out from your 10 guests that you had on that are on their way or in Tokyo now? You want to take this one, Lockie? <laughs> well, I can take it if you want. I thought you, you were leaning into the mic there. Um, yeah, uh, well, like all of them have kind of changed all of the life philosophies, not just for the Olympians, but for all the people we've had on the show have kind of uh, changed my mindset and made me think about uh, certain things and maybe try to change my behavior, change my habits in a certain way, improve myself. Um, and lots of them. Uh, kind of just gave it sounds really really simple um and it was kind of similar to uh one that you have craig it's just kind of like be kind to each other be decent to each other and it really takes you a long way and the the life philosophy like it was evident even before they said what their life philosophy was like coming on our show at all shows that they're like a kind generous decent person um really generous with their time and uh yeah, you can really tell through the interviews. And um, yeah, that, w- that was a really kind of cool thing I picked up on. It was just so good to speak to such kind of genuine, 
nice people, uh, as we always do on the podcast. It's great. It's a privilege. That's a great answer, Harps. And I've actually got a question for both of you. If I was to ask you a question, what is your life philosophy? What would both of you go with? Oh, well, I think he, I think uh, just pretty much said what mine was. So I'm going to step back from this. Yeah, uh, Craig will be revealed in an upcoming episode of the uh, Yank for the Footy, I believe. Um, oh, my life philosophy. I reckon that there is lots. There are definitely lots of different elements to it, but a big thing for me. This isn't like the overarching thing that defines every single thing I do. There are lots of little things here and there, but a big thing for me. I'm a big perfectionist kind of guy. So if I'm gonna do something, I want to fully commit to it, do it properly. I'm not big on half-assing things. Um, so like we're doing with this. Uh, olympics uh daily series uh the tokyo daily we're not doing like one episode a week or something two episodes throughout the whole olympics we're doing i think we're doing like 30 plus episodes over three weeks um including the last few days we've done daily ones as well so yeah not to half-ass things and to kind of commit yourself and do, do things properly okay that's a good thing for me um <clears throat> so what about you lucky Oh, to be honest, I hope I, hope I could avoid this one, but um, mine would be life's too short, stunt it. <laughs> Wise words. As Craig, Craig's a bit uh, puzzled there. <laughs> no, basically, to be honest, I just thought of that one on the spot. Um, but essentially, it's just you know, life's a really short thing. So for me, stunt it. It's just sort of like have fun, take risks. Um, don't take it too seriously. You know, if you hurt yourself, you just get back up, dust yourself off. So that's sort of that's how I'd take it. To be honest, nothing too seriously for me. I think I've heard Lucky, that. I think it's uh, pretty pretty clear. You haven't done too many interviews before because a big rule of them uh, is uh, don't ask any questions you don't know the answer to yourself. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, what event are you guys the most excited to see this year? Uh, for me, it has to be the basketball. You know, um, the Australians have never medaled before and we've had a really great team over the last couple of, year, of years and um, with Team USA. So they're obviously always a gold medal favourite because they've got such a great amount of NBA talent, whereas the, they've sort of been struggling in the couple of the practice games that they've, that they've been doing. And, you know, the, like the Australian team came so close in Rio. Um, they lost in the bronze medal game. Um, so I'm just really excited to watch them hopefully at least medal. But I think we're a great chance um, to win gold, which is something I'm super excited about. We've got such a great team from uh, like Matthew Dallavadova, uh, Matisse Thibel. Um, they've just got a great... Paddy Mills, great, the flag bearer. Paddy Mills. I nearly forgot our best player. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's probably the event I'm most excited for. I'm a massive basketball fan. And I think that really... Uh, that answer really shows how well Lockie and I kind of complement each other and account for each other's gaps in knowledge because I am not a basketball guy at all, really. Like, I, I know a little bit. Uh, I knew the Paddy Mills thing, but <laughs> I think we've got a basketball expert coming on the show. Lockie knows his stuff about basketball. Uh, a big thing for me is soccer, football. Um, so I'm going to be watching especially the women's team with a keen interest because Australia's women's team is up there um, with, with the best in the world. Uh, they are. They're, they're really good. They've got some absolute global superstars, some of the best players on the planet. So I'm really excited to see them. They're actually, they're playing right now. They're 15 minutes into uh, their first game. So I'll go watch that straight after this interview. And another one, um, a sport that's always interested me is European handball, um, which is uh, most people kind of know the basics of it. Basically, you throw the ball around, throw it into the net, kind of like soccer, but with your hands. But Australia don't have a team. Uh, for the men or the women in European handball. So something that's kind of like European handball, but in the water is uh, water polo. I've always had a bit of an interest in that sport as well. As Lockie will know, uh, unofficial number one ticket holder of water polo Australia. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's a sport that really fascinates me. There's so so many like cool little elements, like all the kind of fighting that goes under the water that the umpires and referees can't see. And it's a really kind of frenetic action-packed sport. Um, something I love to watch. We interviewed a water polo player as well, uh, Lena Mihailovic, and her dad is the coach. So lots of different interesting storylines going on there. Yeah, that, that, that's those are big ones for me, but all the sports, really. I'm going to watch okay. every single thing at some point, I reckon. Now, is... What about yours, Craig? What about yours? You know, I, 
I, I guess it, it would probably be swimming. I would imagine some of the events. Uh, I had a, uh, we had a student uh, from the school where I teach. In fact, his mom teaches it or worked in our building uh, that, that was in the, uh, the U.S. Olympic trials. And he, he had to place in the top three in his event. He swam the 15, 1500 meter, I think, or 500 meter, which at 500 meter, one of the long races. And he, he had to finish in the top three. He finished fifth in the, the U.S. trial. So he did, he's not going to be in Tokyo, but he's, you know, he's only, he's, he's, uh, I think he's 19. So he's a young, he's a relatively young kid. So he'll probably have another shot at that as he grows stronger, um, going forward there. Um, Craig, I'll tell you what, if you, if you speak to him, tell him steak and rice for breakfast. That is the key. I think he does that sort of thing already. Yes. Yeah. I think he does that. Yes. The Australian swimming team is uh, one of the teams with the biggest weight uh, expectation on their shoulders uh, come every Olympics. Like there's so much pressure on the swimming team. It's almost, it's the team that defines the Olympics for Australians. Really, if the swimming team doesn't do well, it's a failed Olympics uh, almost. And uh, we've got some absolute stars, probably uh, underperformed uh, relative to expectations in Rio. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see. There, there were some shock results in qualifying. Uh, Elijah Winnington uh, qualifying over was it was it Matt Horton he qualified over? I reckon uh, Matt, probably him. But yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see the swimming blockie. Yep, can't wait to watch Ian Thorpe at the Olympics, Harper. What? Ian Thorpe isn't he still around? Isn't he? Oh, uh, maybe. 40 years ago. <laughs> Mate, Grant Hackett though. Grant Hackett will be at the games. Oh, Craig, uh, do you reckon Grant Hackett will be at the games? What do you reckon? Have you heard of no. Grant Hackett? Uh, no, I've not. I've heard of Buddy well, Hackett. Well, I'll tell you what, Mac Horden Jung, he'll be at the games, won't he, Harper? Uh, I think he actually is at the games. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. I think. So, uh, yeah. is, there, is there an event... <laughs> When you look at all the list of all of the events in the Olympics and you just go to yourself, why is this at the Olympics? Why is this an Olympic event? This is dumb. You see, I'm actually the opposite. I actually think why isn't this an Olympic event? So I'm, I'm really excited, hopefully, in the uh, coming years for pillow fights to be made as an <laughs> official Olympic event. Um, I don't know why you're laughing, Craig. I, I think that it should be an Olympic sport. You know, I've been practicing for years against my sister and I think I've really perfected the technique. So hopefully uh, 2032, uh, you'll be seeing Lachlan Gibbs competing in pillow fights at the 2032 Olympic Games in Brisbane. Yeah, the one that I'm looking forward to coming in uh, for Brisbane, one that Lachlan and I might be all right at is uh, podcasting at the Olympics. I reckon we could go for gold at that. And I've got to say, I do get a bit of exercise done uh, when I podcast because as you can probably see right now, I swing on my chair quite a bit. So it keeps me very fit uh, when I'm sitting behind the mic. But to answer your question, Craig, um, honestly, there is no sport. uh, I think why is it at the Olympics? I know we've been talking about this previously. Uh, You uh, had a bit of a go at artistic gymnastics and rhythmic gymnastics. I'm not going to throw anything under the bus. I love them all. Uh, Craig's doing some little pirouettes there. Uh, Very graceful there of you, Mr. Wessels. Um, But yeah, I'm excited to see everything. And I honestly mean that. You know, I think it's awesome. I think it's great that it gives the uh, the ability for so many people to uh, like compete at the highest level at the Olympic Games. You know, it's something that you've made the Olympics. Nobody can ever take you away from you. And it's such a special thing. So, I, I'm not. I would not take away any Olympic sports. You know, I don't want to deprive anybody of that opportunity. And I'm just, I'm super pumped to be honest about two two new events for this. So surfing and skateboarding. You know, those are two sports that really interest me. So I'm super excited. And Australia's lucky in that we've got some great uh, great people in that field. I in skateboarding, Shane O'Neill. I'm really confident that he can at least that he'll medal. And I'm super excited to see him go. So nah, I'm just super pumped to be honest. And skateboarding and surfing and uh, the other two new ones are like rock climbing and oh, geez, the, the other one has actually uh, escaped me. Uh, I do know it, but uh, yeah, they're going to bring lots and lots of new fans to the Olympics. People who probably wouldn't have watched it previously. I heard some stat um, that what Shane O'Neill, the skateboarder was his name. Look, yeah. Shane yeah, O'Neill. He, he's got 1.4 million Instagram followers and that's double what Patty Mills and Ash Barty have combined. So it shows you how many uh, kind of more people 
will be tuning into the Olympics, hopefully, because of bringing in these new sports. Not only that, just a completely different demographic. And I think it's great yeah, that it's yeah. sort of like for skateboarding in particular, you know, I guess skateboarding in Australia, you know, you have kids that they go down to like a skate park, they pop a couple of ollies or whatever. Whereas this is sort of like, this might be the future in terms of there might be an elite pathway for people to pursue skateboarding rather than just casually. And I think that's a great thing for the sport and the environment itself. So no, I'm just super excited to be honest. I just remember the fourth sport, uh, karate is the new, the fourth new sport. Okay. So yeah, and it's... uh. Yeah, I when Harper and I were talking about this kind of uh, prepping for this, I'd mentioned to him that I had a one of my favorite comedians had done a couple uh, pieces about the Olympics and actually about the Commonwealth Games as well. Uh, and I'm gonna a gentleman by the name of Franklin Ajaye, and I'm gonna put a link to both of those in the show notes, and I'll I'll send both of you guys the the links to those clips that are on YouTube because they're both really funny. Because one of them was a uh, one of them's a piece about. Uh, the Commonwealth Games a number of years ago where the country of Sierra Leone sent one athlete to compete in every event at these at the Commonwealth Games. So he was in every event. Um, you know, so it, it, it was, it's actually rather funny, but um, do you, and this is where I'm, I'm going to ask you to put you guys on the spot here. And, you know, I think Lockie, we've already got your answer, even though it's not official yet, but uh, what event do you think you would have the most success with? if you were actually a participant in it, you said, you said, you said pillow fighting. So, you know, you've already answered. (laughs) That's a great question. What do I think I'd have the most um, success with? Well, I think to be honest, it'd have to be the hundred meters, not because I'd win because it'd probably be the only event that I could finish. You know, I'd probably get disqualified in every single other one. I couldn't do triple jump to save myself. Maybe long jump, but then again, I think that would just be too much effort. Whereas at least I know I can run a hundred meters. I might have to slide to a walk for a little bit. Um, but yeah, I'll just go, I'll just go that. And, you know, I might get disqualified, but if I take out the other seven competitors and it's a nil all draw, who knows? Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll answer that one as well. Maybe oh, I'm, I'm having a scroll through the events right now. And I'm just thinking like, fuck it, hell. It, it sounds obvious, but like, I'm equally as bad at all these events compared to the people who are going to the Olympics. Like I've played a bit of soccer in my life, indoor soccer in my life, but the people who are at the Olympics are millions of times better than me. Um, Like I I do get on my bike quite a bit. So road cycling might be something that like I I could finish if I was racing for like a kilometer, maybe, Uh, which I know they don't. Um, What else is there? Jeez. Yeah, uh, well, diving, I could just do a bit, a bit of a bomb into the pool, uh, get a zero out of 10, but I'd complete the event, so that's all right. But yeah, really, not too many. I'll tell you what, though, the number one one I'd want to compete in is uh, surfing. Not that I'm any good at it, but it's meant to be a pretty good break in Japan, so I'd like to check it out. I'd probably just go stay on my chest, but that would be a pretty unreal yeah. fun. Okay. Now, you know, in the last 24 hours, I believe the announcement came out that uh, – the 2032 Olympics are going to be held in Brisbane. I, I have a, this is the, this is the most important question about these games. And I'm going to ask you guys to make this prediction right now. What is the mascot going to be and what are they going to call it? Well, <laughs> putting us on the spot here, Craig. Um, no, what well, maybe the Brisbane Bears? Uh, they are, um, and they're no longer a footy team, but they could bring back the mascot that they had for the Brisbane Bears. They could. You th- I think you it was think a koala. Have a bear, a oh, koala bear. Okay. But they, it was well, a koala's not even a bear, but that was the mascot for the Brisbane Bears. Maybe they could give that bit of a revival. But nah, that's a serious answer. Maybe it's probably probably it's probably going to be like a kangaroo and a platypus or something, or a kangaroo and an emu. Um, they'll probably just go very very basic. Um. What are they going to be called? I've got no idea. Lockie, you got any answers for us? What the mascot's going yeah, to be called? Yeah, well, I think I think because it'll be in Brisbane, it'll be somebody that's you know well known throughout Queensland, and um, that's why it'll be a legend of Queensland. I think Pauline Hanson will be the mascot for oh. the twenty thirty two games. <laughs> See, I know who that is. Oh, it's a... yeah. Okay, isn't that, that is the Hansen police lady, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so all, all the kids in 2032, they'll be having uh, Pauline Hanson masks on for the games. 
You know who yeah, else there is? Uh, th- th- he's a bit of a cartoon character, uh, just as he is as um, as himself. Bob Catter wears a big hat, uh, very Bogan type Aussie politician bloke. Um, th- he'd be all right to hype up the games, I reckon. And Craig, I'll tell you what, the sponsor will be Forex Beer. Oh Liquid yes, gold out lock in that in. Lock okay. that in. No doubt about it. Is that good stuff, or is that? Or are you being sarcastic? It's water, but the Queenslanders like it. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. Well, you know, I, I decided to turn the tables on you guys a little bit here today, since you guys are are so good at uh, at putting together quizzes for uh, your guests on your show. So I have my official score sheet here now, and right now it is blank, and we're about to fill this out. Okay, <clears throat> and I'm going to go ahead and borrow your. Um, your format here. Now I have one question that's going to deviate from that. Most of these are a single answer. So you're going to have to, you're going to have to uh, call, you know, you're going to have to call out uh, your name, you know, when you're ready to answer here. Okay. And uh, your buzzer, as we would say, as the buzzer. Yes. So yep. I have one, two, three, four, five, six questions like that. And then I have one question that has multiple answers that you're going to be going back and forth with on. Yes, sir. Um, I'll just say, Lockie gave me a message today. Uh, he called me a smart guy. Uh, I haven't done a quiz on the podcast since about episode two. So uh, we'll really uh, test if that compliment is true. And uh, to be honest, I don't think it will be. I think Lockie's going to smash me. He's got very good quizzing experience. Okay. From about Put your phone away. Episodes of where do we begin. Put your phone away. You're not allowed to look at answers right now. Okay. Hey, that's, that's the teacher in me coming out here. All right. Uh, okay. First question. Who has won the most medals for Australia? Harper. Lockie. Oh, Harper. you go Harps. Um, I'll go with Ian Thorpe. That is correct. Ian Thorpe. My man. Yep. Well, yep. you kind of worried me a little bit right, when man. his name came up a few minutes ago. Okay. Friend of All Joe right. Ian Thorpe. One blind yep. fan. I think it was nine medals. Nine medals. So. Yeah. Now but That's about half as what I'll get in the pillow fighting, but. <laughs> Setting new records. See, I'm going to take the gold medal in the single pillow. Double pillow, tag team. Oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a big event, Craig. I'll probably sleep through that one. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't take my pillow, okay? Uh, all right, here we go. Next question. This basketball player was the Australian flag bearer for the 2012 Summer Harper. Games. Harper. Twelve. Oh no. Oh no. I was going to go Andrew Gaze, 2000, 2012. Oh, no. Yeah, is it? Um, so name. I've got it. Can I, can, I go? I can picture Lockie? it. I can yes, Lockie. Lockie. Yes. Oh, Andrew, oh, no. Andrew Bogut. Andrew Bogut. No, that is incorrect. No, no, no. Oh. It's Lauren Jackson. Lauren correct. Jackson. Correct. Oh. Harper. Lauren Jackson. Yes. 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 I, I, I can picture it. Blonde-haired woman. Absolute mm-hmm. legend. Recently inducted into the uh, WNBA Hall of Fame. Uh, mm-hmm. One of the greatest Australian athletes ever. Okay, now we're going to deviate here just a little bit here. We're going to deviate just a little bit here. Where were the 2014 Commonwealth Games held? Lucky. Delhi. Incorrect. Let me think through this one. Okay, I'm not sure if this was 2014, but I'll say Glasgow. That's correct. Oh, that's yes. right okay. well, and uh, for the record he has not seen these questions okay <laughs> okay are you sure <laughs> i'm sure i am sure okay um question number four question four who lit the olympic flame at the 1956 melbourne games oh, jesus lucky queen elizabeth incorrect 1956. Oh my God. I'm trying to think of like an Australian that was alive in 1956. Far lap. <laughs> Far lap's a horse, Craig. <laughs> um, Somebody has to watch The Bachelor here pretty soon. So we're, we may just go ahead and. Uh, Chuck just went up to... Okay. Yeah. Uh, Harper, 
I will say Robert Menzies. Uh, nope. Uh, it was a 19-year-old uh, Olympian named Ron Clark. I, I've heard of him. I think he was a runner, but I no, I, mm-hmm. no idea. Never would have got that. Did you go oh. to the 56 games, Craig? <laughs> Remember, be kind. <laughs> a little before my time there. A little before my time. Um, now we're gonna. I'm gonna come back to this lengthy question here in a minute. Yeah, this is a very topical one right now. Okay, this is a very topical question. Due to quarantine restrictions in 1956, which event of the Melbourne of the Sydney the Melbourne Games? were not held in Australia. Oh, yeah. Um, I reckon this was held in, like, somewhere in Scandinavia. Um, yeah, I'm all right. In saying what a, that. You're giving me what a event was it? What? Jeez. Oh, Harper. Harper. Equestrian. It, it was equestrian, yes. And where was, was it held? It held in Finland. Huh? Finland? Finland? Uh was not Finland. Uh, Denmark, Norway, Sweden. It was held in Stockholm in Sweden, yes. That's, uh, I'm impressed. Now, I, you know I'm, a lot, Harper. I'm, I'm stunned by little, that. Little that facts was, pick up here and there. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, staying with the mascot theme here, the Tokyo Games mascots are two robots called Mirai and Toa, and I probably butchered those pronunciations, M-I-R-A-I and T-O-W-A. What do those two words translate to mean in English? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'll, Welcome. I'll say it. Um, Welcome. Uh, I'll say, well, I was actually born in Japan. I did Japanese lessons for about five years, and I've got absolutely no idea on this one. Okay. Uh, Do I mean say, wel- welcome, Craig? No, sir. I'll say uni- unity and, uh, and harmony. You're on the right track. Future and eternity. Yeah, you were on the right track with that then. Okay. <clears throat> now, here we go. Here's the, last, here's the last question. This is a back and forth, okay? So... Yeah, this is an opportunity. Uh, Lockie, you could still win this. I might get some well, points. You could you could get some points on this one, yes. Okay. How many points are on offer here, Craig? You have four points here. There are there are one, two, three, four. There are 12 points available on this question. Oh, okay. points. Gee whiz, Craig. 12 so, points. Wait, what's the score? Is it 4-0? 4-0, yes. In 1956, a number of countries boycotted the Melbourne games for various reasons. I'm going to run through a list of countries and you're going to tell me whether or not they boycotted the games. Oh, okay. So, um, and I'm not going to tell you how many did or how many didn't. Okay. Uh, let's see, we'll go in reverse alphabetical order here. So Lockie, you are up first. Egypt. Did they boycott or not boycott? Uh, I remember Egypt doing well in those games. They didn't boycott. That is incorrect. They did boycott. <laughs> they did boycott. I think that was the 1952 games they did well in Lucky. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, next now, one. Get them mixed up. Um, yeah. Easy to happen. Happens to the best of us. Uh, Harper, Romania. Did Romania boycott? Uh, I will say, are you going a bit reverse psychology here doing two in a row? I will say they did boycott. They did not boycott. <laughs> uh, Lockie, Iran, did Iran boycott? Uh, I remember watching the 56 highlights tape and I didn't see them on there. So I think they did boycott, Craig. They did, they did not boycott. <laughs> the Jeez. Netherlands, Harper, the Netherlands, did they boycott? Now, I, I can't see why the Netherlands and Australia would have any uh, beef with each other. Um, they're, not, they're not aimed for being big rivals. Uh, the Netherlands and Australia haven't had too many conflicts. 
don't believe. Uh, I will say, uh, contrary to all my reasoning, I'll say they did boycott. They did boycott. You are correct. They did. They did. Lucky guess. Uh, <laughs> um, Lockie, Spain. Did Spain boycott? Uh, 50, well, so it's 50-50 chance a yes or wrong. And I've got two wrong, so you know what? I'm due. I'm going to say they didn't boycott. They did boycott. Well, the law, the law of averages are not agreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. How, how is it possible to get three wrong on three 50-50s? I don't know. It's a two-sided coin. Uh, it's a double-headed coin. watching more 1956 highlights, Lucky. There you go. Uh, Harper, the country of Iraq. Did Iraq boycott? Uh, so you said Iran didn't boycott. So I will say that Iraq did boycott. They did boycott, correct. Now, I remember that vividly. I, I remember there was a big <laughs> furore going on around that. Yep. Well, the Iraqis pulling out. Okay. Uh, Lockie, we're back over to you, sir. What about China? Did China boycott these games? Yeah, they did. They did. You're right. You got a point. Hang on a second. There we go. That's one. Uh, you only need uh, five more to tie, but you don't have that many opportunities left. So you're going to lose this. Um, yeah, let's see here. Uh, Harper, what about Libya? Did Libya boycott these games? You know, I'm noticing that you're listing off quite a few Middle Eastern countries, and I'm noticing that quite a few of them have boycotted. So I will say, let me just try to read your face here, Craig. Uh, <laughs> I will say, uh, <laughs> his poker face isn't the best. <laughs> no, it's I not. I will say that Libya have boycott, uh, did boycott. They did not. They did not boycott the games. Yeah. Lockie, back over to you, sir. How about Lebanon? Can I find a friend? Do you have any? You, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> did Lebanon boycott? You know what? They did. Yes, they did. That's two in a row for you. All right. <laughs> okay. Harper. The Soviet Union. Did the Soviet Union boycott? That is a very good question, Craig, and one that I do not know the answer to. So I will say that they uh, did not boycott. They did not. That's correct. That's correct. Lockie, your last one, and Harper has one more coming after this. Lockie, did Mexico boycott? You should know that, Craig. Why are you asking me? You should probably know that, mate. Well, yeah, I have it written down. I know the answer. Then why are you asking me? I don't know. Shits and giggles. (laughs) What shits and giggles? They they definitely did not boycott because they I remember they did not yep. boycott. That's correct. And the last the last one here, Harper, you know how I knew that, Craig? Not a clue. My, uh, my my grandma was on the same plane coming back from Mexico as the Mexican Olympic team. Wow, that's good to know. It's also not cool. true. I know, I know. <laughs> um, she took the next flight. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last country, Harper. The last question here. Switzerland. Did Switzerland boycott? Did Switzerland boycott? That is a, again, that's a very good question. Pressure's off here. I think I've already sealed this one up. I think I've already won. Uh, I will say that Switzerland did not boycott, famous for being a very neutral country, not involved in too many conflicts. So I will say they did not boycott. They did boycott. Not, not they did boycott, they yes. Did. Uh-huh. Now, Here's the reasoning behind some of these, okay? You know, because you, you, were, you were picking up on something there with, as you said, Middle Eastern countries. Um, the, the, there was a war between Israel and Egypt, and Egypt had nationalized the Suez Canal. So country, you know, Egypt had pulled out of the games. Iraq had pulled out. Lebanon had pulled out. Um, they were upset about things. The Netherlands, Spain, and Switzerland all pulled out all pulled out of the games after the Soviet Union went in and crushed the Hungarian revolution where the Hungarians were trying to break away from the Soviet Union so those three countries stepped away from the games because the Soviets were going to be there and China 
boycotted the games because the Olympic Games allowed Taiwan to compete as a as an individual country. And China did not go back to the Olympics until 1984. So yeah. we have a, a score of, should I say the score? Please Locke, don't. Uh, Lockie, you got three do. points. So that's not bad. You did pretty well in this category, okay? <laughs> Despite you're starting out with three, three misses in a row. And, you know, Harper, you got three correct here also. But yeah. you had four points beyond that. So seven to three was the final score there. So well, th thank you for the quiz, Craig. That, yeah. that was very enjoyable. Yeah. Thanks uh, so much. Again. Congratulations, Harper. So before yeah, we wrap up much, here, Lockie. before we wrap up, guys, uh, where can people find you? Uh, uh, you can they can find, find us, us in our houses at the moment. We're all in lockdown, but they can find the podcast uh, at Tokyo Daily by Where Do We Begin on your favorite podcasting app. But I think you might have mentioned before, Craig, we've got a whole lot of stuff. Uh, exclusive stuff on YouTube where putting a bit of effort in to make it a really high production type thing. Uh, <laughs> Craig's just called me a smart ass there. Um, so yeah, we're, doing, we're going big on the YouTube and on YouTube as well. Tokyo Daily by Where Do We Begin. Look us up there. Episodes out every single morning at around 7am uh, Australian Eastern Standard Time. You can find us on social media as well. Lockie, you're, uh, you're known for doing the social media plugs. Do you want to do that? Yeah, so you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at WDWBpod and you can find us on Facebook at Where Do We Begin? And yeah, we just love any support we can get, whether that's a retweet, whether that's a like, whether that's a follow, whether whether that's a share, just yeah, all the support means the absolute world to us. And we honestly, we see it all and we appreciate it all. Okay, hey yeah. guys. Spoken like a true outro. You know, I, know, I, know that, uh, I know The Bachelor is calling right now and... Uh, Matilda's are calling. I I, well, that's true too. I appreciate again. I appreciate yep. you guys taking time out of your morning here. I I, I love being able to support you guys because I think you're doing a fantastic job with the with the podcast, and I think this is a great you know venture that you're undertaking right here and now. Um, have fun with it. You know, if, if again, as I've said before, guys, if you're not listening to these two gentlemen, you really owe it to yourselves to do so because they're they're doing one hell of a job putting out a quality podcast, and it's uh and there's somebody, you know, who I think, you know, love what they're doing and are, are working it, like I said, putting out something that is absolutely terrific. So, gents, thanks so very much. Best of luck with this, okay? Maybe we'll come back on and talk about it after the fact, how things went, okay? Really appreciate yeah. it, Craig. You know, uh, hopefully the stress doesn't get to us. Hopefully there's still a where do we begin after half. So, hopefully, the <laughs> well, it, 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 I've heard it's about an hour drive depending upon the traffic. So, it's not like you guys can actually be at each other's throats about it. You can always, you can always turn off the Zoom. Yeah, not wrong. Um, yeah, it was great, great fun, Craig. Thanks so much. And it's going to be great fun uh, watching these Olympics and doing all these episodes. Um, yeah, people, I'll check it out. If you can, we really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on, Craig. Fantastic. You bet, guys. Thank you. Mm -hmm.